Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 29 about road tripping the historic I-10. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Do you love the idea of getting away and getting into the great outdoors, but don't relish the idea of sleeping in a tent on the ground? Have you heard the term glamping? It's a combination of glamour and camping, and that's what our featured sponsor this week is all about. Glamping Hub offers over 24,000 unique outdoor accommodations worldwide, and hundreds are available here in Florida. Imagine staying in a luxury safari tent in one of the state parks, complete with air conditioning, or maybe take a houseboat out on the river. Prefer seaside tiny houses? They have those in abundance. Get started searching for your next family vacation or romantic couples getaway at glampinghub.com. All right, Christina, before we talk about road tripping in North Florida, let's go to our Florida tip of the week. I like your tip. Mine is get and use paper maps. Do you have an, a road atlas? Yes. Oh, good for you. Several. I, <laughs> I used to get them every year. I loved them. And then, of course, with smartphones, I got away from buying them. However, I know that there have been times where my GPS just suddenly doesn't work. Yeah, you can order them from AAA when you're about to make a... Uh, um a big trip you just give them the, all the points and they send them to you and yes. it's fun they're so fun i love maps i love i'm such a nerd I, okay good because you fit in right with me because i love them too <laughs> but it's important i think it's important skill i don't think i've taught the kids really how to read a paper map so much as knowing where the exits are and how far the distance is in between so get a paper map get you can pop into the florida visitor center and probably pick up a state map I recently purchased an updated road atlas. You never, like I said, you never know when your GPS may not work and you need a paper map in your car. And, and of course, Tanya. Yes, ma'am. Please don't forget your sunscreen. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to have my sunscreen as a part of my emergency roadside kit in my car. (laughs) Yes. All right, this week we're back to our road trip series. I know, this one's a really good one. I, I say that every time. <laughs> I think we because we like to travel. We, we like road tripping. We like road tripping. We live here in Florida. It's easy to road trip. There's so much to see. And this week it was inspired by one of the books I have, which is, you know, historical sites throughout Florida. And I noticed a lot of them were along that North Florida I-10 corridor and so we're going to take you well east to west right yeah okay geography lesson yes Yes, tanya east to west we teach tanya geography every week yes we do Ooh, that's our homeschool moment of the week right (laughs) east to west east to west okay so we're gonna start off in fernandina beach we started our a1a trip here Mm -hmm. um couple episodes back on our first road trip series back on episode 21. I did a little bit more digging on Fernandina Beach and it was owned by the Spanish, then the French, then the Spanish again. Britain had the area for about 20 years and then the Spanish again. It sounds like a, a game of risk. <laughs> it, that's, that's a really great way to put that. I like that analogy. <laughs> There was a few more years of back and forth. It became American in 1821. And then, of course, a short stint under the Confederate flag. It is rich in history in 
Fernandina Beach, but here's my favorite part that I found is the Palace Saloon. Tanya, number one. And On you the already list. hit. Yes. <laughs> it's got it, the saloon. It is the oldest bar in Florida since 1903. I love that. Really? They didn't start drinking before that? Well, I think they started. <laughs> yes. With that kind of history, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> However, this is a, you know, standing location that still exists. I'm sure we could probably look at some of those buildings in St. Augustine and say they're the oldest bar, but this one claims to be the oldest bar in Florida. I'm sure sure, sure there's more than one (laughs) claiming that, but yes, that's awesome. Um, We moved to Jacksonville Beach. Um, Jacksonville Beach. I see this is a thing in Florida. Is there free parking at the beach? Is there not free parking? You have to find the the places at these beaches that have free parking. There is free parking in Jacksonville Beach. There is a fishing pier there, um, which I thought, you know, that's always kind of cool. Fishing pier. You can fish off of any shoreline, but fishing off of the pier is really neat. Um, At the moment, it's closed because it's under construction, but that's, I'm sure that will change. This is um, May here. Actually, no, it's not. It's July. And we're recording it in May. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so it might be open by, by the time this airs, but in May, it's closed. There's Which is just why we always tell you, check these places yes, before, you, before go, you go, because we record a few weeks Yeah, and it's out. just, it's under construction, so I don't know what the construction is or how long it's going to take, but there's shopping there, there's bars there. There's some and great of course, dining in Jacksonville Beach, yeah, too. And, and, um, and I had a thought, but you just interrupted oh, me. Sorry. See, this is why I don't interrupt because I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so the shopping, the bars. Oh, 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 and just that it's a beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you lost your train of thought. I, I got it back. I'm, I promise we don't drink during this show. We talk about it a lot, but I promise we don't do it because, mm-hmm. you know, as we're recording, it is 1030 in the morning. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe we should start. Maybe that would help. <laughs> All right, next on our road trip and is here it is a lusty historic state park. I told you, I told you we would be talking about it again. <laughs> we we mentioned the state park as one of uh one of the ones to look for some history back on our state episode twenty seven episode, which was only two episodes ago. And we mentioned that a reenactment is held every February. Uh, scenes for Civil War movies, including the movie Glory, have been filmed during those reenactments. And a lusty, a lusty. Did we decide? I think it's we, a lusty. A lusty. We need listeners from this area to call in. Can they call it? They can't call it. We should to- do a call in radio show for pronunciations. <laughs> that would be great. We, but we need you to tell us sometimes there are some very unique names in Florida and we don't know how to pronounce them all. We try, we try, but a lusty, a lusty is up there not too far off of the I-10 between Jacksonville and our next stop. White Springs. Oh, follow the Suwannee River Wilderness Trail from White Springs all the way out to the Gulf of Mexico, 171 miles away. I like that this sounds brand new to you, except you're the one that wrote this. I know. (laughs) It was a nostalgic moment from the moment I discovered it. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about White Springs. Um, Okay, so... I. 
I feel like we talked about White Springs before because I remember you um, bringing it up to me and saying, do you know where White Springs is? It is not too far. I mean, again, we're, we're kind of venturing on and off the road of I-10, but it's not too far between I-10 and I-75. Mm-hmm. And I just found why it sounds familiar. We talked about it on our um our festivals episode because the Stephen Foster Folk Culture Center State Park yeah, is up there. Yeah, that's right. And they have music festivals up there. So, so it's a great, I mean, it's, can it's you, beautiful, it's natural. Can you guess why it's called White Springs? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually guessing why, but I'm, I'm seeing if you can guess why I'm guess what I'm guessing. Are they white? It's because... <laughs> They boast that they have the largest whitewater rapids. That's near Big Shoals. Then. Yeah. We talked about whitewater again on our state parks episode. Yeah. So that's very popular with um, paddlers, hikers, so bikers. White Springs has mm-hmm. white They water. have whitewater rapids. Oh. Yeah. See? You see where I went with that? Ding, ding, ding. The light bulb just went up. <laughs> Yeah, so White Springs shares its history um, when you walk around through the downtown tour. Um, 20 vintage buildings and sites through downtown White Springs. Fun. That's a good off-the-road adventure. It's got it's got several different things there that make it an exciting place to visit. All right, you got to pronounce this next one because I can never pronounce it's, it. It's a technique. Is, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it here. Yes, I love I love this place. Okay, so um, it has uh, several different areas. They're kind of all surrounding the Suwannee River, um, but it's got beautiful clear springs. There's some videos of people diving in there. I'm like, I can't possibly be a a water place. In it looks like a it looks like a movie setup. It's so beautiful and clear. Um, Itchtuckney. I always say it wrong because I want to put an N in there, but it's itch Itchtuckney. It is, uh, you know, typical paddling, tubing, kayaking, canoeing, all of that kind of stuff. Um, beautiful place to to do all of that in. But you can hear more about that, too, on our camping episode, which was episode three. Three. Yeah, yeah. way back. Yeah. When the back in the beginning, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tuck me. <laughs> I dare all of you to say it 10 times fast. Yeah. Again, the spelling of such places will be in our show notes. And again, and you can determine it for yourself. Comment, tell us how you pronounce these unique names in Florida. But here's not here's one that's not a unique unique. I can't even say unique anymore, unique. Christina. Unique. <laughs> this one is not a unique name. It is in Jefferson County, and it's a place called Monticello. Yep. Which sounds like it should be near Washington D.C. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like it should be in Italy, but you know. Oh, that too. (laughs) So I'm assuming Monticello and Jefferson County are named for our third president. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. What can we find in Jefferson County and Monticello? Fresh local fare at Tupelo's Bakery and Cafe in downtown Monticello, among a lot of other eateries and shops. But that one is just one of the uh, more well-known places. I'm obsessed with Tupelo right now. Okay, so is this the same place that has the Tupelo Honey Festival? It has to be. It has to be. I think that's hilarious because that place, the Tupelo Honey stuff has come up three times now in just the last month for us. Yes. And, And every time I hear about this, I want... Honey, I want more I honey. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, so 
Jefferson County's Heritage Roads. So apparently, um, you can drive around the back roads in um, in Jefferson County, and, and they're called Heritage Roads. But they have these canopied, beautiful, uh, oaky drives that it's like driving through the the country, the you know backwoods Florida country. I mean, it looks like you know Spanish moss hanging down. the The trees come over the roads and form this sort of tunnel to drive down. And I mean, it's such a neat little. Um, place to to travel just go back you know go behind the scenes of florida and drive i like that they I, have, oh go ahead no go ahead i was just gonna i'm sorry to interrupt you okay. interrupt me later um i noticed that monticello is actually off of i-19 and we talked about i-19 on our one of Spring our last Hill, yeah yeah and so i-19 is one of those roads that goes throughout the state you mm-hmm. could start you could veer off this road and head all the way down to west florida yeah after your visit to monticello but we've got more of course coming up yeah so there's an opera house there that's so cool yeah um and it uh the 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 opera house was built in the 19 19 in the 1890s i've got a number flipping problem oh Um, and it's just a, you know, historic place to go visit today. It's, um, their theater troops come through dance companies. Um, it's still treated as a, as a functional building now. Nice. Um, yep. Purchased in the 1970s. Um, oh, the I grant by the see state that. Of Florida. Yeah. Really neat. Um, there's a bed and breakfast there, the cottage bed and breakfast in Monticello. Um, there's cycling and antiquing. Just a, you know, one of those little towns that has some history. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I I think you could easily spend some time there. And next on our list, so Monticello's on our way to Tallahassee. I think we need to do a whole episode on On Tallahassee, Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. seeing as it's our state capital. Yep. But obviously, because of that, there's the old Capitol building in Tallahassee, which has a museum, which covers a lot of old Florida history. Have you been to Tallahassee? I've been to Florida State. Okay. Well, that's where a lot of people go (laughs) up there, too. And actually, we have, we're going to talk about Florida colleges on one of our upcoming episodes, so... Save that for that episode too. <laughs> so I think we can we can talk a lot about what to see in Tallahassee, but stay tuned. We're gonna we're definitely gonna pay a visit and do some touring in our state capital. I know and, that there's something just unique about those buildings in Tallahassee. Well, it being the oldest, mm-hmm. I mean, being the capital and having a lot of history right there, you can definitely. It's neat architecture a, for for the state. Since this is a history trip, mm-hmm. road trip, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely got to spend some time in Tallahassee. What I found near Tallahassee, though, which I'm really interested in, is the San Luis Archaeological and History Site. Why would you be interested in that? <laughs> okay, my son likes archaeology <laughs> and our anthropology, loves all the history. But this is, it's home to, there is an active archaeological dig, but it has reconstructions of the Spanish missions of that area. So the Spanish obviously had a lot to do in Florida and the Spanish missions um, were throughout the state. Some of them don't exist anymore, but the Mission San Luis is the only um, reconstructed Spanish Spanish mission in Florida. It is a living history museum and it is shares the story of the Apalachee, Apalachee. 
I think it's Appalachian, but okay. okay. And Spanish residents. So, you know, get to know what the life at the mission was over three centuries ago and intensive archaeological and historical research. Hmm. So, again, where else are you going to get that kind of Florida history? Love it. The next thing I found was Wakula Springs and Wakula Lodge. You did a good job pronouncing that. Thank you. You're that welcome. one's not too hard. <laughs> We're the- probably wrong, but I agree with you in Wakula. <laughs> it's probably Wakula or Wakula. <laughs> Ooh, it could be Wakula. Okay. <gasps> okay, keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Wakula State Park, Wakula Springs State Park is another one we could have mentioned back on our State Parks episode. But we saved it for you. We did. If you, if you listen to that episode, we did talk about the fact that... We mentioned state parks in every episode. Yes, we, we talked about that. We talk about things. <laughs> uh, this one is about 15 miles south of Tallahassee. And it is, it's part of the Wakula Springs State Park. It is, they say these springs are among the world's largest and deepest. Mm. And the mastodon, there are mastodon bones that have been excavated from the area. But here's, here's what I found. So it's a lodge, has some history behind the lodge is one of those vacation places that the northerners would have come down in the winter to stay at the lodge. But there is the legend of Old Joe. <laughs> I just misread this. I'll tell you what I misread in a second, but okay. go ahead. <laughs> so I won't ask you if you know who Old Joe is. <laughs> Old Joe was an 11 foot, 650 pound gator who, according to folklore, was 200 years old. So I did a little research. Gators typically live between 50 and 60 years. So how they figured he was 200 years old. Maybe they saw other gators like him and just assumed it was him. (laughs) Maybe. Or I don't know if they asked him his age, counted his teeth. How do you determine what an animal's age is? I don't know. Haven't you seen um, the, what's the princess and the frog with Tiana? They have a gator in there that's pretty darn big and he talks. That's true. (laughs) So unfortunately... Old Joe may have been 200 years old, but he was murdered in 1966. (laughs) Murdered or he snuck up on someone. (laughs) No, he was murdered. He was shot in the head. And this is why this is the legend of old Joe. I mean, the story. He haunts the grounds. The story that I read was that he was a very lazy, lethargic gator, almost friendly. Well, at 11 feet and 650 pounds, I'm sure he was well fed. Yes, (laughs) he must have been well fed. However, someone did confess to the murder, but it was like 20 years later. So because it was 20 years later, there was nothing that they could do about it. He sits stuffed at the Wakula Springs State Park and Lodge now. So you can go visit old Joe. Old Joe. He's still, yep, he's still there. Give him a fist bump. (laughs) Um, I read 650-foot gator. Oh, yeah. Somehow my eyes flipped those words. Again, your words were flipping. Yeah, no, not 600. Could you imagine? No, even 11 feet is huge. It is. But it's also not something unheard of in Florida, but still. Right. There's some there's some golf course gators that are pretty pretty darn big. Yes. Florida Cavern State Park. We mentioned this one before um, because it's such a unique place in Florida. It's the only state park in Florida with cave tours. I mean, I've been to some caves around our country, um, 
what are those called? Uh, the Linville Caverns. I've been to the one in New Mexico, the... Um, uh, Carlsbad, that, yeah. Okay, Lou yeah. Ray and I've been to Mammoth Cave State Park and or National Park. Yeah. So there's, I mean, caves around the country are insane, but down here in Florida, it seems unheard of. And there's caverns here in Florida, Florida Caverns State Park, um, developed by the Civilian Conservation Corps in 1937. It's in Northern Mariana. I read that this state park or the, these caves. While it was developed so that you could go in and visit it, they also figured Civil War um, soldiers hid out in the caves. That would make sense because that is a very highly uh, Civil War area. There's a lot of Civil War uh, history places, locations there. So that makes sense. That's a good segue to my next section. I did that on purpose. (laughs) Good call. Thanks. The Union Monument. So obviously we are in the South and Florida was part of the Confederate Confederacy at some point. However, there is a Union Monument in Lynn Haven, Florida, which is thought to be the southernmost monument to the Union. So this is, again, one of those great little, you know, off the beaten path. You well, pop dang, over, the you southernmost, see the monument. Florida's like pretty much as far south as you can go and that's and that's cool yeah exactly that the fact that there's a monument a monument to the union. to the union and not the confederacy yeah. is there in lynn haven which is not too far from panama city mm, nice this is next one is yours oh gulf islands national seashore so gulf islands national seashore is um we did talk about the sea the sea shore I have seashore words. <laughs> we did talk about it back on our National Parks episode. It does extend throughout Florida, Alabama, I think even into Mississippi. But I think it's such a great place to stop and visit, get your National Park stamp. It's gorgeous, gorgeous beaches. And because it is a national seashore, it does have a little bit of history since this is our history uh, episode, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you've got to designate an area as a national seashore, it's got to have some sort of value, right? Mm-hmm. And I think just the value is, is in the nature and in the um, area behind it. And um, I mean, I, I think it's worth a trip. Mm. Definitely. So that's landing us now in Pensacola. Yes. When once the capital of the West Florida territory that eventually merged with East Florida. Isn't it funny to think that that was like the way that Florida was? There were two territories. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a West Florida and an East Florida until I read this. So even researching, we learn a little history. And now since we've been, you know, moving East to West, here we are in Pensacola. Of course, it makes sense that this is also part of the National Seashore. Um, home to Fort Pickens and Fort uh, Barrancas. Barrancas. Bar- yeah, I'm going to go with Barrancas. Those were, Barrancas. yeah. <laughs> Those I, were also areas that were important in. I'm going to go with the Civil War. The Civil War. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Civil War. That's what you, you said. This is this is what we're this is what we're encouraging. You should go to Pensacola and look into these places if you like history. Um, Pensacola has a large naval history, and the National Navy Air Navy Air 
Naval Aviation Museum, <laughs> one breath at a time. Yes. Um, home of the Blue Angels. I love the Blue Angels. Yes. Um, the, the Okay, so there's a place called the, uh, the Retro Coffee Cup Restaurant there. Features an old-fashioned menu and decor. Um, they... I, I don't think it's been changed much since it, since back when it was um, made, but um, it says, order the grits and deep fried French toast Ooh. for a delicious start to your day. Sit up at the counter, one room dining room, old fashioned diner built before the end of World War II. And as I understand it, this place has changed very little over over this time that's really cool i mean it's changed owners in fact i believe it was um purchased eventually it stayed in the family for a really long time and then eventually it was purchased by i believe it was an nba player oh how funny some very big um athletic person (laughs) some very big athletic person (laughs) all right then (laughs) i love that pensacola has such this it does have a lot of military history because you're talking it could have been areas for the Civil War. It's got a lot of World War II history, thanks to the naval bases and the home of the Blue Angels there. Um, we're, you know, in Pensacola, there is a lighthouse that was built in 1859, and you can climb this lighthouse as well. Um, it's right across from the Na- National Naval Aviation Museum. And offers stunning views of Pensacola Pass, where Pensacola Bay meets the Gulf of Mexico. There's a Pensacola photo trail. 15 of the most iconic photo locations in the Pensacola Bay area. And when we talk iconic, we're talking history, right? Yep. And they have, um, there's a couple of like art things in there, um, statues and things, but they're, they're just iconic places that are throughout Pensacola. I like it. Uh, so Pensacola obviously is there at the end mm-hmm. of our trip and that ends our, this particular road trip in Florida, right? Yep. I think. I Do think. we have anything else? <laughs> okay. Probably, Ooh. but you know, I mean, I'm sure that we've, if we covered every single thing between those places, we'd be here all day. Yeah. No kidding. So, uh, what would you want to do on this trip? Um, Florida Cavern State Park is probably my number one. Um, I, I do love, uh, the historic stuff. So, oh, Lusty would probably be on there, but I have to add Jacksonville Beach. Um, actually maybe Pensacola. No, I think Pensacola. <laughs> As I say, I've, I've done Jacksonville Beach enough times. I think I'll head over to Pensacola Beach. That gives me a nice, well-rounded I like it. I want to do Fernandina Beach mm-hmm. just because of all the back and forth history there. It's got to be because it's a, a game of risk. It's a yeah. It's got to be full of history over there. I would love to do the Opera House in Monticello and just take a look. I looked at some of the pictures. They're gorgeous. I wonder if love there's a ghost in theaters. there. Oh yeah. Drop a chandelier on you. We've got to do some. Oh, we've got to do some ghosts. We yeah, talks about some ghosts eventually. It's coming. And then yeah, I'd go to the Caverns State Park with you. Nice. So, what do you think? Is it time? I think it's time. It's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week, we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. This week, what do you got? Bradley's Country Store. This place hasn't changed much since 1927. 
Wow. Everywhere I travel, I always try to find those little country stores. I feel like um, they give you sometimes family history or or town history, um, but they make such a great stop to soak up all of the local in the area. Bradley's is no different. Uh, you can get smoked sausage there, cornmeal, grits, meats, cheese. You can order online, but if you're taking an I-10 road trip, this might be worth the local time. Where is it located in our I-10 road trip? Um, oh gosh, I think it's in, hold on. It's not too far from Tallahassee. I thought, I was going to say Jacksonville, but I thought. I had to I had to Google it real quick for you because I knew that was going to be yeah it's about uh it's not too far but like between Monticello and Tallahassee okay that would make a good little road stop there you go uh where can we find the florida travel pod florida travel pod can be found on facebook and instagram at florida travel pod and this is also the best place to comment with your favorite tips have you been to any country stores in the small towns throughout florida if you have make a comment. Um, you can tell us any ideas about some of the things that we've talked about that you might want to suggest. Uh, make sure that you check our f- show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything that you heard in today's episode. And you can also reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. Excellent. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs here, postcards, stickers, maybe even more depending on your level of support. We may even have some surprises along the way, and your support truly allows us to give you the best content from the Sunshine State. Stay tuned next week as we're going to talk about some of our favorite unique accommodations throughout the state of Florida. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. (laughs) Stay sunny, everyone. (laughs) 